0: Hey friend, today's episode, we are going to get started with a little series I decided to start our month with, and that is in relation to setting goals. So often people are setting new health goals in the new year, but many often end up feeling defeated very quickly. So I want to help you really establish and start setting some goals in a realistic step by step way in order to help you actually start improving your gut health and reducing those toxins. So let's get started in today's part one of our new series hi friend welcome to made to be thriving my name is Melissa daughter of the king wife dog mom and a former elementary school teacher turned nutritional therapy practitioner are you feeling overwhelmed or even stuck in your wellness journey you know that how you're feeling and what you're struggling with can't be normal and there must be a better way I was there too I started feeling that prompting of the Holy Spirit to dig deeper and he led me onto a better path with the right guidance that turned things around this can happen for you too and I'm here to help you get there there is hope as we put our faith first, lean into God's word and truth about how we need to take care of our bodies. If you're ready to stop just surviving and start thriving, you're in the right place. Whether you're in your car, working on your to-do list, or just needing to take a break from your busy day, tune in and be encouraged. Okay, so let's kick off this month with a little series about setting goals in a realistic way to help you start improving your digestion, improving that gut health, and reducing toxins. So whether you are brand new to taking this approach and really trying to optimize your digestion, you're trying to do the swap outs and all that, if you're brand new or maybe you've already been working on it, I think this will be a great episode for you. So often people are setting goals that they have a hard time sticking with. And I think the most common reason for that is because we set goals that are unrealistic. We need to take a step back and look at what is realistic for us. Keep in mind, we talk about bio-individuality a lot. We are not exactly the same as somebody else. So if somebody is setting this extreme goal and you think, oh, I can do that too, and you set the same extreme goal and you end up feeling defeated very quickly, it's probably because you didn't set that goal in a realistic way for you and what would actually work for you. So we want to kind of address this by learning how to set realistic goals. And then what we do is we build upon those goals. So even when I work with clients, I always encourage them and let them know, take one step at a time. Do not feel like you need to do all the things all at once. What happens when people do that is they start feeling stressed, they get overwhelmed, and they feel defeated very, very quickly because they're trying to do all the things all at once when they don't need to do that. We just need to take one step at a time. An example could be if you're trying to eat organic and you go to the extreme of thinking every single thing you need to get has to say organic. It needs to be organic. And then you're struggling because some of the things you like, you're not finding organic. I've had clients like that before that really stressed themselves out and we had to take a step back and I would remind them, don't worry, do the best you can and don't worry. Prioritize the things that we really need to prioritize, need to be organic. And then the other things will just slowly fall into place as we're able to get them organic, right? or wherever you find them, but don't stress out about it. There are things that we get sometimes that are not organic because it's either not available um, or for whatever reason, we just can't get it. You know, we just decide, you know what, we're just going to get it. It's all right. It's one time. Yes, I'm always advocating to get things organic, but there are some things that are more um, of a priority to get organic versus other things. And you can find lists online about that, like the Clean 15 or the Dirty Dozen list and all of those. You can find all those kind of lists out there if you just search online. That can really be helpful if you are in that situation right now where you're trying to figure out, do I actually have to get every single thing organic? The truth is you don't always have to. But there are some things that, if possible, you want to avoid them if they're not organic. And then there are other things where you want to, you definitely want to make sure you only get organic. And if you can't find it, you probably just don't want to get it at all because it can be that detrimental for your health because of the pesticides and things that are being used. But you need to come to that conclusion on your own and not feel like you have to do things perfectly. Okay, so that's an example. So if you're someone who is thinking, okay, the new year, we're going to only get organic all the time. I'm going to let you know you're probably going to feel defeated very quickly. And so we want to set some realistic goals, taking things one step at a time. I'm going to mention some possible symptoms that are often related to an unhealthy digestive system. So just listen to these for a moment and take note of the ones that apply to you autoimmune issues, IBS, allergies. Anxiety or depression, celiac, skin conditions, acid reflux or heartburn, food intolerances, uncontrollable weight fluctuations, headaches, migraines, nausea, compromised immune function, bloating, bad breath, chronic infections, constipation, diarrhea, chronic fatigue, and honestly, the list could go on and on. Do any of those sound like things that you have been struggling with? Every one of those can be directly related to an unhealthy digestive system. There are actually so many different symptoms out there that are directly related to our digestive system. Some are not obvious. You might not have realized that some of those symptoms I just mentioned are even related to our gut health, but they actually are. And so we really want to focus on optimizing our digestion to the best of our ability. And when we start doing that, we often will notice symptoms improving, reducing. Some maybe even disappear. I've had clients where that's happened where just in a short time of making big changes in their diet, they notice an improvement in a lot of the symptoms that they were having. And it can happen for you too. So if any of those things that I mentioned are things that you are going through, you're struggling with, you're constantly trying to find answers to, you're trying to find that that right protocol, the right supplement or whatever. Let's take a step back and let's look at the things that we can easily start implementing one step at a time. Okay, so if you have a journal available or a piece of paper, I want you to think about or even just take note of what are your top maybe three symptoms, three health issues that you have been struggling with. And pause this to do that. So go ahead and pause this. Think of your top three health challenges that you've been struggling with and write those down right now. Now, once you've written those down, we want to start thinking about what are some things we can actually start doing today. We don't have to wait till the new year. We can if we want. If you want to make that your new year's goal where you're going to start improving some of these, you can do that. Or you can even start as easily as today. The very first thing I'm going to highly recommend you make a priority that could actually make a huge difference and really set you up for success. That is increasing your hydration. Hydration is huge. And so often dehydration is actually the cause of a lot of digestive issues. Even a lot of these issues I mentioned, like um, headaches and migraines and Constipation and diarrhea and nausea, and all these things, a lot of times it could be directly related to just being dehydrated. You're chronically dehydrated. So instead of just jumping all the way in and thinking, okay, I have to drink half my body weight in ounces of water immediately, we need to take it one step at a time. If you're someone who regularly drinks, let's say, 16 ounces of water every day, by the way, that's way too little of water. So we definitely want to increase that. So I'm giving that as an example. So if that's where you're at right now, you drink one of those 16 ounce bottles of water every day, you feel like you're good. I'm going to challenge you to double that. Go up to 32 ounces of water. As you feel good about that and are being consistent about that, add in some more water. Every day or every few days, evaluate how you're doing and start increasing that water intake. When we just increase our water intake significantly just overnight, you're going to probably be like, oh my goodness, I'm running to the restroom like all the time. When it comes to being hydrated, it's not about chugging water all day long. We want to be drinking good quality water throughout the day, small drinks throughout the day, not chugging it when we chug it, yes, of course, we're going to end up needing to run to the restroom regularly because your body's not able to absorb the water that quickly. So we want to take small drinks throughout the day. We also want to make sure we've got minerals in our water. So adding a dash of sea salt, maybe some lemon juice, fresh fresh squeezed lemon juice, not like the lemon juice you see in the little bottles at the store. Don't get that. Uh, but like fresh squeezed lemon juice, a dash of sea salt, Or you can get the ready-made like powders of electrolytes that you can add to your water to get some minerals in. Um, There's so many different options out there. Uh, I know of a couple companies that have um, liquid minerals that you can just add some to your water. Works really great to get those minerals in because minerals are essential. So we want to make sure that if we're drinking filtered water that we're also adding back in some beneficial minerals. That will also help for proper absorption of water, which is really going to help you out. And you shouldn't need to be running to the restroom constantly because your body will be absorbing the water that it needs rather than just trying to flush it out. So that would be an initial goal I would recommend setting. So if you know that you are not drinking enough water, I think this should be your first goal. Okay. So Take some time, maybe today, to think about, okay, how much water do I usually drink on a daily basis? Does it fluctuate? Is it pretty consistent? If you're like me, it probably fluctuates. I have some days I do really good, staying well hydrated, and then I have other days where I realize at the end of the day, I did not drink enough water. I usually find myself really thirsty at the end of the day. And that's when I realized I did not have enough water today because now I'm suddenly really thirsty. And if I'm really thirsty, that means my body is dehydrated. So kind of evaluate that for yourself. Evaluate how much are you drinking? Are you consistent? Does it fluctuate? What could be your goal for tomorrow as far as increasing your water? Is it just increasing it by 8 ounces, 16 ounces, 24 ounces, whatever it may be? Set a realistic goal so that it's easy for you to achieve that and get consistency with it over maybe a couple days. And then as you're like, this is easy, I'm able to get that much water in. Okay, now let's add in some more. The average recommended amount of water per day is usually about half of your body weight in ounces. However, that can vary from person to person, depending on you as an individual, depending on your activity level. Depending on how much you're talking, if you're someone who talks a lot throughout the day, maybe your job requires you to do a lot of talking, maybe you need more water. So really take into consideration your body's needs. Really pay attention to the signals that your body tries to send you. You're, you're going to know if you're not getting enough water. I've had some people who tell me they try to do half the body weight in ounces of water and that was just too much for them. They just knew that just was way too much for them. And then they drop it down a little bit and they felt really good. Like the amount of water they were getting, they felt good. They knew that was that was about the right amount that they needed. And that's great. This is why we all need to pay attention to our body signals because we're not all going to be the same as far as how much of something we need. So the average of being half your body weight in ounces of water is a great goal is a great goal to be striving for and then as you're working towards that really pay attention to your to your body and the signals it's sending you is that plenty of water for you is it not enough water for you is it too much water for you really take note of that make a have a journal start journaling how are you feeling every day you're drinking this water have you noticed any improvements note down the symptoms and health challenges that you're having that you wrote down earlier keep that written down and start noting how you're feeling every day as you begin to increase your water intake. So just to recap, don't set an unrealistic goal of trying to get half your body weight in ounces of water overnight. Go step by step. This is going to apply across the board in every health goal you make. Set it to a realistic goal for you to be able to easily achieve that and then start increasing whatever that is. And we'll talk more about some other goals that would be highly beneficial. And when we start doing things in a step-by-step realistic way, we can notice and experience success in those goals versus setting something way too high and out of our reach, leaving us feeling defeated and like, oh, that just doesn't work for me. I tried it. It didn't work. When I hear that, I often start asking questions. Well, how long did you try it for? What was your initial goal? What were you striving for in the beginning? And so often it turns out that they just set too high of a reach initially. And when they didn't reach that quickly, they feel defeated. So don't set things so high that you can't reach it. Okay, so I hope this is helpful. Step by step, start with hydration. Let's start working on that now. I wouldn't wait till the beginning of the year. Hydration is so important. Our body desperately needs to be adequately hydrated. And so let's start working on that right now. Increase that water intake. See how you feel. Keep a a journal. I recommend this to my clients all the time to be journaling everything you intake, your symptoms, how you're feeling, like everything. The more detail, the better, because then it helps you to start pinpointing things and start noticing things you can even go back and see how things have changed over time as a result of you tracking all of this okay so you ready go start working on increasing that hydration a little bit at a time remember don't go striving for like an incredibly high unreachable goal right off the bat if you're only drinking 16 ounces of water right now let's double that at least Because 16 ounces is way too low. Or maybe you're drinking, say, 24 ounces of water right now. Okay, let's increase that to maybe 32 ounces. Maybe you want to just increase by every eight ounce. You could even do that. If that's an easier way for you to increase, increase by eight ounces every day or every couple days and watch and see how things begin to change. Let me know. Is this helpful for you? I'd love to hear after you give this a try for a while, it's going to take some time. I've had clients before within a week of increasing their water this a change. So if that's you or whatever you begin to notice, I'd love to hear it. You can send me a DM over on Instagram or send me an email. I'd love to know if increasing your hydration is proving to be helpful for you and if setting these realistic goals and how you do that is also helping you and you are feeling successful in doing it. Okay, have a great day. I look forward to part two of this series. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you and taught you something new, leave a review and hit that subscribe button. The next thing you can do is share this podcast with a friend or even in your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us at Made to be Friday. Come connect with us over in our Facebook community or send us a DM over on Instagram. I pray this has blessed you in some way and you find encouragement knowing you are not alone in this journey. There is always hope and let's focus on making the progress that is possible. Information provided to date are for informational and educational purposes only. The information and education provided is not intended or implied to supplement or replace professional medical treatment advice and or diagnosis i'll meet you back here soon